This program is sponsored by Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts. Located at 185 Worcester Street, right on Route 9, they can be reached at 508-545-8105 or at wickedchronicvendorcommerce.com. Wicked Chronic is a boutique-style retail shop that focuses on selling counterculture products such as Wiccan cannabis cultures coming together in a unique setting. You need something for that special spell? Go on down to Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts and speak to Beverly. Tell them Dr. Chris sent you. Check them out today. TV podcast, a podcast dedicated to all the canceled television shows of the horror, science fiction, and fantasy genres, and we are your hosts. I am Mr. Seneca. I am Dr. Chris. And that you heard is our welcome back with Adam's Family theme song from the original television show. And this is a very special recording because this is our 100th podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> And the we don't have a guest or anything for anyone, for anyone tonight. It's just the 100th episode of the podcast. The fact that we lasted 100 episodes. It's just it's too bad it's not the beginning of a new show. It's pretty much the last of this show because we only got like four or five episodes left after this. But it is a very special day because today is Charles Adams' death anniversary. It is uh, as the day that we're taping this Sunday, September 29th. And uh, that is 31 years ago today that Charles Adams died. And so I have a little bit of uh, information about his death. But also, the day that this uh, would be coming out is... Um, ah, sorry. The day this would be coming out is uh, 70 years ago. Another canceled television series debuted on CBS, The Twilight Zone, Ooh. which uh, is living on in the new Twilight Zone with Jordan Peele. I love that. I love that show. The new one? The new one, yes. The new, old ah, the I new have one. not... I have not watched it yet. I will eventually, uh, probably when my roommate buys it on DVD, because he buys everything. <laughs> so, but uh, we're going to, after Mr. Zeneca's uh, information about Charles Adams' death, we're going to jump right into the episode with the 100th episode of the Dead TV Podcast. On our 100th podcast, I want to acknowledge all of the aspects of the Adams family and Charles Adams' life that I've previously talked about, like the characters, his biography, and even the intimate details of his love life. Tonight, though, it's time I talked about his death. Charles Adams actually came close to death in April 1971 from an acid attack. Yes, an acid attack. It was about 2 a.m., and Charles was drunk after a night out with Al Hirschfeld and Art Bushwald. As he walked past the St. Regis on East 55th Street in New York, 
A car pulled up, and two prostitutes inside propositioned him. He ignored them, and then he heard the clicking of heels behind him. He turned, and the prostitute aimed the liquid at his face. He turned quickly away, and the liquid hit one of his ears, part of his scalp, the back of his neck, and coat. They had doused him with acid. His skin burned, and he showered with all of his clothes on to stop the burning. He kept the acid-destroyed overcoat as a reminder of that night. That was the first time where he felt his own mortality. The second time was on May 2, 1976. As he was driving near West Hampton Beach, he suddenly felt like he was going to vomit. He pulled off the side of the road and crawled out of the car before passing out. A passing motorist saw him and called the police. He was diagnosed with a bleeding ulcer. While he was unconscious, T was helpless. They weren't married yet, and girlfriends couldn't really do anything. Literally minutes away from major surgery, he woke up to the great relief of everyone. This health scare did two things. It convinced Charles to marry T, and he stopped drinking. The third time he had a run-in with death was his last time. On Thursday, September 29, 1988, he pulled in front of his apartment building in his Audi and slumped against the wheel, dead of a heart attack. He was 76 years old. Today, the day that this podcast was taped on September 29, 2019, it is also the 31st anniversary of his death. While I never knew him in life, we at the Dead TV Podcast celebrate every aspect of Charles Adams' life and his inspiring art. May the Adams family live on for generations to come. First episode is... Happy Birthday, Grandmama Frump. Originally aired February 11, 1966. Gomez and Morticia planned to send Grandmama Frump on, a, on an all-expense-paid vacation to a beauty farm for her birthday. Uh, Granny Frump assumes that they want to commit her to an old folks' home, and chaos ensues. <laughs> this, this is kind of a sweet episode. You know, it's very simple. And, of course, we see Granny Frump again, um, you know, which is uh, the Wicked Witch of the West from Wizard of Oz. Right, 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 right. I always keep forgetting, yes, that is um, Margaret... Margaret Hamilton. Margaret Hamilton. Also the uh, the maid in the original 13 Ghosts. Yeah, she is... Which I don't think we mentioned last time that she's the maid in the original 13 Ghosts. I don't think we mentioned that, no. To ask me no questions, Mistress Seneca, and I <laughs> shall tell you no lies. <laughs> I say that to every woman I date. <laughs> <laughs> And they look at me like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't date me. You don't know the 13 ghosts. Be gone with you. <laughs> uh, so there's apparently some type of um, charity block auction thing happening. Yes. I, I think it's the annual charity auction that we've seen them participate in in a previous episode. But this well, year, they let's not. just say, let's uh, back that up there. We've seen them participate, but not against, but but against the will of the people running it. Well, yeah, yeah. Everyone running it doesn't really like them doing it, and this this time they weren't even made aware that the charity auction was happening. So they're a little pissed off about that in the beginning of the episode. Some of the things they want to donate is a python eating uh, a bear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, chopping block of Ivan the Terrible. With the, with the axe, too. Yeah, yeah. Just a couple of the weird items. <laughs> okay. I thought that was a pretty funny bit of uh, dialogue exchange between the two. And by the way, they're smoking up with a hookah plant once again. 
uh, meaning the Adams family are probably also, you know, into smoking weed. Perhaps it was it was the sixties, but uh, you know, they're smoking the tobacco hookah. Yeah. Oh, great. So that's that's even better. Of course, we knew that since Gomez smokes cigars all the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> he starts kissing Morticia, and when he's interrupted, he marks her dress with an X when the kids come along. Yeah, so he doesn't lose his place. Like a little white chocolate <coughs> on her shoulder. Such a romance. It is. I, I, I am truly envious of their love. Oh! That doesn't spell very good, highly things for your fiancé. No, no, we have an excellent relationship. But, you know, to have a relationship like Gomez and Morticia is to have a relationship where you have no other worries in the world but each other. And I would, I, I envy that. Right. I should envy that more than you, considering what just happened to me. So. Oh, yes. Dr. Chris has an unfortunate... You don't need to go into any more about it. brought it up. <laughs> but, I know, we just didn't need to spill it all, all right, out. All right, all right. She brings... Oh, okay, so Grandma Frump is going to show up, and she brings a bobcat. Is that what's in the bag? Uh, yes, I believe it's a bobcat. Okay, yeah, it looks like it, it sounds like it's a bobcat in there. Like there's a ferocious like cat like creature in the bag that she brings that she gives the lurch. Yes, yes, and uh, you know, so lurch is you know kind of pantomiming the the bag moving around on its own. Pretty fun, and uh, the kids are playing Chinese water torture with little, a dropper full of water and counting the drops. And uh, Granny Frum says, uh, you know, it's a nice clean game. <laughs> so. Grandma. Oh yeah, the well yeah they're they're practicing their Chinese water torture. Yeah yeah that's uh, that's good that they'll make uh, great torturers for Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> uh, great, Grandma is actually vacationing in Devil's Island. So this episode and the next episode we don't actually see Grandma. I think yeah no kids no Grandma in the next episode too. So she's vacationing in Devil's Island. Yeah that's interesting. Where is Devil's Island? Devil's Island is uh, a penal colony of Cyan. Uh, it's a French penal colony, so it's no longer in operation. Um, closed down in 1953, opened in 1852. So she's basically touring the defunct uh, prison, and that's quite a vacation for Grandmama. So, so since Hester, uh, Granny Frump, and Fester are siblings, uh, Fester is the one throughout the episode that kind of helps her understand what's going on or kind of give her a, a clue in because Fester at the beginning of the episode doesn't know what's going on with the age at home or the beauty farm or anything and then later he tells her that uh you know they that there was conversations about an aged farm she assumes that they're going to send her away he clarifies later when he finds out it's just a charity thing and that she's actually going to be sent to a beauty farm and then there's a whole bit with Gomez and Morticia calling a psychologist because she starts acting like childlike and spry so that they wouldn't put her away. It's a very hilarious set of circumstances throughout this episode. Wednesday tries to cheer her up, and Wednesday's poem is a pretty cute one. You know, uh, She says, I have a gloomy little spider. I love to sit down close beside her. She never knows where she has been, because all she does is spin and spin. My spider's quite a busy roamer, which is why I called her Homer. She loves to work and spin all day, and then at night she likes to play. Her web is like my mother's hair. Her eyes have got my father's stare. 
She may not jump or twist or bend, but a spider is a girl's best friend. And all Granny can say is, it's sweet. I'm still sad. <laughs> and then she starts jumping around pogo sticks and jump rope. Yeah, she's she's going around trying to convince them that she's got enough energy and that she's she's like she was when she was a kid. But honestly, she's not. You know, she's an older lady and she has to kind of come to that grips, but she doesn't want to be put away at an old folks home. So when Gomez and Morticia see this ridiculous behavior, you know, they call a psychologist. And so uh, the psychologist in this episode is played by George Petrie as Dr. John Lee. George Petrie was in the television series Mad About You, and that was one of his last roles as Sid. Yeah. But he was also in uh, Herman's Head, Wise Guy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles as Martin. Uh, Tales from the Dark Side, House Calls, and a long career, which started about uh, 1944 with Winged Victory, whatever that is. <laughs> which one of these two episodes had... Oh, it was the second episode that had the commentary. Okay, I didn't want to get my facts mixed up. Um, they play with the train, it disappears into the tunnel, and then comes out and crashes. How do you think they did that? Uh, that was, I believe, just edited film. So they they filmed the train going around, you know, the tracks, and then they filmed the train not being there. They compiled them and cut it because it almost seems like right around the train tracks there might be a slight cut where the Gomez and Morticia are standing there and they're in motion, but there's just, just a slight little snippet where the train tracks it doesn't seem to really align. So I think that's where they cut it. They... um. It's got one of those plot lines that's similar to, like, everything else that's, like, a misunderstanding. Yes. And and that's a lot of the Adams Family internal humor is the misunderstandings. Misunderstandings that are solved or remedied quite quickly with no hard feelings either way, uh, without insults or, you know, just wanting to do the best for each other, and uh, assumptions. You know, so in this one, she... Granny Frump assumes that the psychologist is from the beauty barn because her brother Fester just told her that uh, you know the present was actually him, her going to a beauty farm. So she's all for the idea. And uh, you know, like in the closing of a lot of Adam's Family episodes, they receive a letter uh, from Granny Frump. You know, they receive a lot of letters, and so they receive a letter from Granny Frump, and it tells her tells them that she's loving the beauty farm. Beauty, um, farm and then she shows up immediately after they read the letter because and she left because they can't give her a right perm a proper permanent so her hair's all frizzy and whatnot gotcha and that's basically all the notes i have for this episode me as well um we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with the second episode of the podcast attention attention all personnel new from the fire and water podcast network it's MASHCAST! Hosted by MASH Megafan Rob Kelly and a rotating cast of VIPs, MASHCAST analyzes, episode by episode, the greatest television series of all time, MASH! Find MASHCAST on fireandwaterpodcast.com. Jocularity! Jocularity!
Goth Girl Horror, the official hack slash podcast, part of the Radio Horror Network, with your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm your co-host, Serena. Hack Slash is dedicated to the comic books created by Tim Seeley for various publications such as Devil's Due Press, Image Comics, Dynamite, IDW, and more. Hack Slash is about Cassie and her monstrous sidekick, Vlad, as they travel the country hunting down slashers. Join us every other week as we talk about Hack Slash one issue at a time through the various one-shots, ongoing, minis, and crossovers throughout its history. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or our website, RadioHorror.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Goth Girl Horror. And we're back with the second episode of the Dead TV Podcast. Morticia the Decorator, originally aired February 18, 1966. To sell the neighboring Adamses an insurance policy, Agent Joe Digby allows Morticia to redecorate his home, Morticia gives Mr. and Mrs. Digby a stuffed vulture as a present, among other things. This is a, a pretty cute episode about them interacting with, you know, the outside world. And just a little uh, trivia here uh, that the set that they used for the Digby's living room was also the set used for um, Wilbur and Carol Post on Mr. Ed. It was in the same studio, so it was very convenient for them, and Mr. Ed was canceled at the time, so they had free reign to use that, that set. So Mrs. Digby does not like the Adamses whatsoever, and Morticia keeps thinking that the looks that she's giving the house is a look of envy, and in fact it's a look of terror. So Mrs. Digby is terrified by the Adamses, and so the stuffed vulture, like, she faints at you know, numerous times throughout this episode, you know, to great hilarity. But Mr. Digby needs to sell an insurance policy or else they're going to lose their house, you know, the house they just moved into. So, uh, you know, Morticia offers to decorate, and all of the suggestions are just horrible to the Digbys. And then Fester joins into the grip uh, by basically saying the, the stuff in the attic, you know, let's give him some trash in the attic, you know, and... Apparently, it's a very expensive Sheridan sideboard cabinet that Fester hands off to Mrs. Digby, and Mrs. Digby loves it so much because it's a priceless antique. Uh, she just allows Morticia to do whatever she wants for three weeks while they're on vacation, and she does a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, dirt floors walled up the windows, flooded the cellar into a swimming pool, a sand pit in the garden... A wrecked car in the living room. Oh my God! It's 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 bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> but Gomez and Morticia loved the house so much, and what Morticia did with it, that they end up buying the house off of the Digbys, so they can open it up as a gallery. Uh, so the Digbys walk away with the profit. Um, they are wanting to move somewhere and the only place that they can move to without Gomez's influence is Timbuktu. And wouldn't you know that's the place they're moving to. And that's that's basically the, the entirety of the episode. Yeah, there's a, it's kind of a short one, but this was the one with the uh, commentary. They talk about the sarcophagus and the bear ended up in a wax museum which closed in 2005 in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, I wonder where it is now, where where it went from there. I'm assuming another wax museum probably bought the props for it. I hope so. The animal trainer for the Transylvania vulture, which I don't know if it's really a thing, Transylvania vulture, or is it just a vulture? 
was also trained by the guy who would own the three Benjis that would appear in the Benji movies. Oh, really? I didn't know that one. I was watching the episodes on Amazon Prime. You can find them on Amazon Prime, but they are not in order, word to the wise. What, the Adam Family episodes? Yes, the Amazon Prime does not list them in order. They list them in order of popularity, not order of season where they are. So you have to just kind of hunt and peck for the episode that you want to watch. Gotcha. That's weird. It is. Yeah. Yeah, so the National Beautification Project that Morticia is on and on about in this episode is a proposition from, like, uh, Lady Bird Johnson, you know, uh, First Lady Johnson. So she um, wanted a more beautiful society, and uh, this was one of her First Lady's um, uh, campaigns, you know, National Beautification. So, uh, yeah, it was it was something that was going on at the time, kind of a revitalized uh, in the 1960s, you know, I'm not exactly sure the the original intent of it, but just to get uh, the cities looking more pretty, you know, no litter and clean up and remodel and stuff like that. So Morticia takes it to its depths. And that's all the notes I have for this one. Yeah, I didn't have a whole heck of a lot of notes for this one as well, Um, Morticia the Decorator. Were either one of these episodes adapted into any other episodes for uh, any other Adams Family, you know, shows? I have not been able to find that out. Um, The other animated television shows, I haven't compared the episode by episode on the 1990s Adams animated show and the 90s uh, live action show. They had a few seasons there, I think, but I haven't compared them all because that's quite an endeavor and its information is a little bit difficult to find. But I don't believe any of these episodes have been. Dead TV Podcast is on the Adams Family for a few more episodes. I think we have, I think we have six. So we got uh, one, two, three, three and a half episodes left. So that pretty much will take us through the end of October. Yeah, that's, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So we have three more episodes of the Dead TV Podcast to cover the Adams Family. Uh, that will be also the end of the uh, the DVD set. By the way, the commentary for this episode was <laughs> excuse me, done by the Adams Family Chronicles author Stephen Cox. He is one of the bits of source information that we use to get some of the lovely little tidbits that we've said throughout. This yeah, it's too bad we uh, weren't able to find him to have him on the show. I know. Yeah, it's such a common name. I've not been able to find Stephen Cox around the world. Just a lot of Stephen Cox. <laughs> um, I was surprised that we'd, we'd gotten the biographer, to be honest, but that's the only person that we've gotten for the Adams Family. Definitely, definitely. Well, again, that's pretty much all the notes I have as well for this episode of the Dead TV Podcast. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Check out our rest of our episodes, the last 99 episodes on the uh, Dead TV Podcast on iTunes, and hopefully you can check us out on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook. Facebook is the Dead TV Podcast, and our Twitters are at Chris, at Chris D-S-A-V and at Elegantly Kinky. And tune in for the next 100 episodes of the Dead TV Podcast. Good night. <laughs>